This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. And it is that time once again. The Employment Hour is back on here. News Talk 980 CKNW. The phone calls, bring them on, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Happy Pride Weekend, everybody. Hope the uh, the weather is uh, cooperating for you. Hope you like it uh, nice and warm. About, what, half a million people lurking around downtown enjoying the festivities. So it's, uh, it's a good weekend, man. Your phone calls uh, are, the uh, phone lines are open. So if you're not, you know, enjoying the parade and you're listening to Lior and I, Fat chance. But if you are, feel free to call in. We'd love to talk to you about anything. <laughs> right, Lior, under uh, employment, severance, uh, you know, you've lost your job, you're worried about it, you want to know something about your workplace. This is the show to call right till 6 o'clock today. Uh, today. Again, 604 9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We always start with some cases that have gone through your office uh, over the last week or several weeks called the week that was. Uh, how was the week? Thanks, John, and uh, hopefully there are people listening to us uh, this uh, this evening because we have some important stuff to talk about. We want to talk about the rights of everyone in the workplace. If you're working, if you lost your job, if you're concerned about losing your job, if you have problems, your boss is mistreating you, uh, maybe you're you're not able to work right now. All those issues, we can solve those problems. We can answer questions. If you had a bad week and you know you're upset because your boss uh, didn't treat you well, or you're not sure if your boss was doing something that's right. Hey, don't worry about it anymore. Don't wonder. Give us a call. Right now, we're here till 6 o'clock to answer those questions. Don't be shy. Don't be bashful. Uh, we're here to help. And to get us warmed up and started, let me tell you, as John, as you said, a couple situations that uh, came across my desk over the past week or so. First situation, John, involved a lady. Uh, they called me a very nice uh, woman. She had worked for a company for three years. And by all accounts, she had done very well. And, and I say that. Uh, because she, over the three years that she worked, she had gotten pay raises. She even got a promotion, uh, very good performance reviews. So by all accounts, a very good employee. Where fairly recently, she got a new boss. And this new boss all of a sudden started mistreating her. So he would be very rude to her and even use some profanities. He would exclude her from meetings. He would put her down. Created a fairly bad situation. So she did the right thing. She went to speak with HR about it, and she told them that she's being harassed. Well, sure enough, after she did that, John, no more harassment. The the boss was nice to her, except now, all of a sudden, she can't do anything right. Of course. All of a sudden, she's getting disciplined. She's getting warnings. She's getting bad performance uh, reviews. uh, And and all of a sudden, she's just in a... a, uh, went from being a great employee to a bad one. And sure enough, John... After a few weeks of this, she gets fired for cause. And the employer said, listen, you're a bad employee. We're letting you go for cause. And that's when she calls me, obviously, very, very upset. And I told her, this is nonsense. Clearly, this employer has manufactured a reason. Because you went and had the audacity to complain about the harassment, they punished you for it. That's illegal. They can't do that, John. Not only in this situation do they owe her severance, because it's not cause. Remember, cause is very difficult to establish, yep. John. Uh, it's only reserved for the worst offenders. Because clearly in this situation, they manufactured this, this reason. They only did that to, to punish her, if you will, because she complained. 
Now this is potentially also uh, something that requires them to pay additional damages. It's just a very, very bad thing to do. It's completely and utterly illegal. So not only is she looking potentially as much as six-month severance, she could be looking also at some other damages. The lesson here is very clear and very simple. You should not be subject, uh, subjected ever to workplace harassment. If you are, you can complain about it. You have the right to stand up for yourself. You don't have to suffer in peace. And your employer is not allowed to punish you for it. And if they do, that's illegal. We can help you get your compensation and get you out of there if needed. So I want us, uh, everyone listening to us right now to remember that. Don't just suffer there. Take action if you're being harassed. Give me a call. Happy to always talk, John. Does that qualify as a reprisal? Is that what that would be based on That's the exactly HR what it is. Yeah. That's exactly, John, what it is. If someone is trying to stand up for their legal rights and then they get punished for that, that's a reprisal. It's illegal. It would be the same as if she was saying, well, where's my vacation pay? Well, you asked about vacation pay, so we're going to let you go. Illegal. You can't do that. Workplace harassment now is, is something that is a serious thing. It's no longer something that's taboo to talk about. So let's uh, let's not be afraid to stand up for ourselves. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. What else you got going on? So a gentleman called me also. He lost his job, and he had been there for 17 years, worked uh, in, as a bookkeeper for 17 years. And he was very upset that he lost his job. He didn't see it coming. He always uh, did well. And uh, one of the reasons he was so upset uh, was the fact that he said to me, I've been so dedicated to this company that I've never even charged them for overtime. I never even got paid for overtime. I worked some crazy hours, 50, 60 uh, hours a week, never charged them for overtime. So I said, well, wait a second here. Let, let's talk about that. And do you have records of the overtime that you've worked? Well, John, this guy was a bookkeeper. He had Brilliant. fabulous records, meticulous Brilliant. records. So what happened here, we looked at it, and over the past two years, John, he had accumulated more than $20,000 worth of overtime. Wow. 20 Didn't get paid grand. For now, so he's a 17-year guy. He was offered eight months severance. So that alone was nonsense. Yep. He was owed double that, okay? But beyond that, he was owed another $20,000 in severance. Unfortunately, we were only able to go back two years. Yep. You can't go back more than two years. But over the past two years, he had incurred $20,000 worth of, uh, uh, of overtime. So wow. the lesson here really is when you lose your job, uh, it's always important to get advice because it's not just about the severance. In many cases, it is. But in some situations, just like this one, there may be additional amounts owed to you that you can pursue it. To him, it was another $20,000, and I'm going to be working with him over the next few weeks to make sure that we get that compensation, John. Talk a little bit about that two-year marker overall when it comes to uh, you know, the employment law world. It's an important date, right? It is an important date. I actually had uh, someone email me uh, over the weekend uh, asking me about a situation that happened to her 10 years ago. Uh, and, and I told her, well, no, you can't pursue it. There's a two-year limitation period. And she, she had a difficult time understanding that because she, she didn't know about her legal rights mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter, John. If, you're, if you have any rights, you have two years from the date those rights have, have been created to, uh, to pursue it. So if you lost your job, you have two years uh, to pursue that. If uh, you are owed any money by your employer, like overtime, you have two years from the date that money is owed to pursue it. It's not two years in a day. It's not you know about two years. It's exactly two years. And so many times I've spoken with people, literally hundreds of times, including on the show right here, John, 
when someone's calling me because they heard me, me talk and they say, well, can you help me? But unfortunately, their matter happened more than two years ago and I can't help them. So important to get legal advice as soon as something happens, if you lost your job, if something's owed to you, if you quit your job because something happened in the workplace, get that advice right away. Don't sit on it. Don't wait for that limitation period to expire. SeverancePayCalculator.com. What a fantastic tool this is. Tell me a little bit about it. So if you lost your job, you need to know how much you're owed. This is an important thing. It's an important uh, number for you to have in mind, whether it's two months severance that you're owed, six months, 12 months, or anything else. If you lost your job, that money that you're owed is important because that's what's going to carry you until you find another job. So what do you do if you lost your job? You go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, it's severancepaycalculator.com, and you input your age, your position, and the length of your employment, and you're done. It's going to tell you how much you're owed. It's simple. It's easy to use. It's free and anonymous. It's the first place you need to go to if you lost your job, or maybe you haven't lost your job. Maybe you're just curious. You've been working for the last 10 years. Things are going well, and you want to know, you know what? There's new management here. What would happen if they let me go? What would they owe me? Well, you go to severancepaycalculator.com. You find out it's a great tool. And I know a lot of people are, you know, either lost their job or they talked to a friend or their, you know, their their neighbor Bob across the street. They'll go through the severance pay calculator, and the number that comes out the end will seem outrageous. But no, that's the accurate part. The stuff you go think you know is the inaccurate part. Well, if it was obvious, if it was easy, if everyone knew what that number was, there would be no need. I wouldn't have created right. the severance calculator. The reason I created it is because there's so many misconceptions out there, half truth. People believe things that are wrong, such as. Well, if I lost my job, I only get one week's pay for every year of service or something else. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Call me if you have questions or go to severancepaycalculator.com. We'll take a quick break. Phone lines are open, ready for you, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. You want to get a hold of Lior through email, it's Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com and the website, vancouveremploymentlawyers.ca as well. Just getting warmed up, lots more of the Employment Hour coming right up. News Talk 980 CKNW. And back out here, the employment hour. Phone lines are open 604 280 9898 or star 9898. On your cell phone or your smartphone, we're talking about employment law, severance, other thing under that uh, that banner. Something we, we get a lot of calls for this as well, and we might tonight. That's about people on disability leave. So termination of employees on disability leave. Let's chat about that topic for a uh, a little while here, Lior. Uh, common situation. Describe one for me. Yeah, you know, John, uh, this is an important topic. Uh, you know, w- when you're sick, when you're unable to work, you're on a disability, it's, uh, the last thing you need is problems with your employer. You're trying to get better. You're trying to get back to work. And if your employer now is letting you go, threatening to let you go, hey, that's, uh, that's a difficult time. That's a difficult situation to find yourself in. So we're going to talk a bit about what that means. If you are on a medical leave, uh, what your rights are and what the employer can and cannot do. In a common situation is going to be one where someone is sick or maybe they've been in an, uh, been injured, a car accident or whatever it is, and they can't work. Yep. And after a while, they, they, they're they trying to get better. They get a letter from their employer saying, we are letting you go. Uh, and then a lot of questions arise then. Is it legal? Uh, can they do that? Uh, is this a human rights issue in, in my right. severance? How much? 
all of those uh, questions arise. So we're going to discuss that over the next uh, little couple segments here so that uh, people know what happens in that situation, both employers and employees. Uh, and you never know when you may find yourself in a situation where you're unable to work. So you need to know what your rights are if that happens. So let's get down the list. You mentioned a couple right off the top, so that's the first one I'll, I'll hit you up with is, is it legal, legal to terminate an employee on a disability leave? So the general rule, John, is an employer has to take an employee back uh, from a medical leave uh, as long as it's obviously a legitimate medical leave. And one of the duties an employer has is to to provide uh, accommodation by way of allowing the employer to, to be at, work, at, at home recovering and keeping their job open or a job open. So an employer does have to, uh, to take the employee back. The only time uh, the, employee, uh, the employer doesn't have to uh, hire the employer, can let the employee go, is if legitimately there is no job available for the employee. The employer has tried to find a position, but there's no job available. And if the reason for the termination has nothing to do with the fact that the employee was on a medical leave. So if the employer lets the person go because they took a medical leave of absence, that's illegal. doesn't matter how much severance is paid. It... I'm back. I'm here. I'm not getting good. Took a uh, short little break there. Uh, I want to get back into the phone number again. 604-280-9898 is the number, star 9898 on cell. we are uh, got a little bit of a connection problem with Lior. We're going to take a uh, short break. Are you good to go? You on with me? Yeah, let's yeah, try. I think he's, uh, there he is. You got some gremlins in the system over there, pal. Everything all right? Yeah, we're all good, Johnny. All right, we're good to go. He's sitting back. There we go. Uh, next question on the docket as far as termination of employees on disability leave. Again, you mentioned this when you just did your opening salvo. That is, does an employee on a disability leave get severance even though they're not able to work? Because they're not at work. They're at home, presumably, on disability. Yeah, a lot of employers feel that just because the employee is on a disability leave, they don't have to pay them, pay them severance. And the reason for that, they say, well, if you were working and we were uh, letting you go, that's fine. But if, you, if we weren't uh, letting you go, you wouldn't be getting income. So why are we paying you income? Well, the, the reality is not only does an employee on disability get severance, they potentially get even more severance than an employee that's at work. The reason for that is because an employee that's disabled may take a longer time to find another job, okay? And that's why the severance may actually be enhanced here. They may be owed even more severance. So that's why it's so important to remember, if you're on a disability leave, you have to get that advice. You have to make sure that you get what you're owed. Uh, and remember, the, the amount of severance is calculated as if you were at work based on what you would be earning if you were still on the job, so absolutely you get severance. So if I've been on disability for a year and a half, say close to two years, that also, and I had 15 years of service going into my disability, now I'm a 17-year employee for all intents and purposes. Now that's what my severance is based on, 17 years on disability. Excellent question, John. And the time that you spend on disability leave counts towards your severance. Exactly. That's count. That's time that counts towards your severance and counts towards your seniority. And I've seen situations where someone has been working for a year and they may be off on a disability for two years and then they're let go. Well, now they're a three-year employee, which means their severance is based on three years of employment. So it's not just the time that you're working. The same thing applies with other leaves. Unless you were let go, if you're on a leave of absence, you continue to accrue seniority 
and that can have a huge impact on your severance. 604-280-9898 is the number, star 9898 on your cell. If you have the wherewithal to call in tonight, we'd love to talk to you. And you mentioned before is, you know, they can generally, under certain terms, let you go while you're on disability leave, which something like, I guess they would have no choice if they shut down the entire department. That would be a reason for them not to take you back, right? Because there's no yeah. job for anybody. Exactly. In that situation, they're not picking on you because you're on a medical leave of absence. So if the department shuts down, everyone's let go, and you're being let go as well, that's okay. That that can't be a human rights violation because you're not Mm. being picked on. But remember what I said a moment ago. You, if you're on a disability leave, may get more severance than someone that's not on a disability leave because of the fact that if you're sick, presumably, you it's going to take you longer to find another job than if you're completely healthy and at work. And the fact that you can't look for another job or can't find another job may impact the amount of severance that you're owed. Talking about termination of employees on disability leave, um, I'm going to ask you this even though I probably know the answer, but there's some who probably don't. Does the same thing to apply to employees on maternity or paternity leave? John, what's the bumper sticker? Don't mess with mama. It's going to be a yeah. T-shirt and a coffee mug. That's right? right, and maybe some pens, but yes, that, that is exactly, uh, that's the rule. The same thing applies. Everything I just said now, John, applies if you're on a parental leave, pregnancy leave, maternity leave. Yes, that means that you can't be let go because you're on a leave. You can't be let go just because your employer is upset that you're not at work. And if you are let go for a legitimate reason, and by the way, many times the employer may try to say that it's a legitimate reason, mm-hmm. but it's not really. But if it is a legitimate reason, fine, but you actually may be owed enhanced severance. If you're on maternity leave, John, uh, you're spending time with your baby, you're presumably not able to be out there looking for work. So if you are lost your job, yes, again, enhanced severance is probably what you're looking at. Very important for everyone to remember that. You know, it's funny. I remember we had a call a few weeks ago, and there was a, 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 a lady. She was an employer. She was about to hire somebody. Uh, a lady to to join her service. They hadn't officially signed a contract yet. It was all word of mouth. It was an agreement just verbally. And then the this prospective uh, employee was about to go on a maternity leave. So her question was, am I obliged to, to give her anything? Do I have to have a job for her? Do I have to give her anything? When she, they didn't really sign an employment agreement. That was her question. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I know. And, and what happens in that situation, John, is if they haven't signed anything, uh, it doesn't still mean that there's no agreement in place. Mm. Now, you, you can't withdraw a job offer, okay? You right. cannot withdraw a job offer because someone is uh, is pregnant or going to take a maternity leave. That's illegal. That said, John, that said, an employer, as I said, has a, an obligation to keep a job open for a, a, a woman taking maternity leave. But for, to qualify for that, the woman has to work for a certain period of time before the maternity leave uh, happens. So in this situation, depending on how much, how many months the maternity leave in the future is gonna start, this person may not qualify for that protection. But the bottom line is you can't penalize wow. or fire someone, withdraw a job because they're pregnant, because they're sick, because of their marital status or ethnicity or race. That's illegal, that's a human rights violation. And guess what, John? The law comes down quite hard on people that break those laws. 
This is exactly going into this stuff why they should always call you and get this straight before they make any moves. That's for both employees and employers. Your number, by the way, 604-283-3123. We'll take a short break here. we got open phone lines if you want to call in. You have right till 6 o'clock tonight. That number to call into the radio station, as you know, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. And it is VancouverEmploymentLawyers.ca online as well. This is the Employment Hour right here on News Talk 980 CKNW. And we are back out of the employment hour here. 604-280-9898 is the number. Or if you're on your cell phone, star 9898 as well. Termination of employees on disability leave. That's what we are chatting about. Some of your emails coming up as well. So uh, next question on this one. For people on disability leave, how is that severance calculator for those employees? So, John, the usual factors are age, position, and length Mm -hmm. of employment. So the longer you work, the older you are, and the more senior a position the greater the entitlements, the more severance is owed to you. But if you're on a disability leave, we're going to also consider, as I said, the fact that you're unable to work. So that could be another factor. So now it makes it four factors. So because of that, yes, you may see someone who, uh, you know, if it uses the severance pay calculator that we've talked about, but if they're on a disability leave, they actually may be owed more than what the severance calculator shows. But those are the usual factors. And for those people that have not heard our show before and are, are surprised by that, they say, well, wait a second, Lior. What is this whole age, position, length of employment thing? I right. thought severance is simply one week's pay for every year or two weeks for every year. Guys, no, that's wrong. That's not the case. That's one of the biggest falsehoods and misconceptions that are out there when it comes to workplace rights and employment law. No, it's not that linear connection. It's not that simple. It's not that straightforward. That's why you use the severance calculator. And the same thing applies for employees on a disability leave. You have the same rights, the same entitlements. SeverancePayCalculator.com is uh, what Lior is talking about there. The number 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We're talking about termination of employees on disability leave. So does the termination impact that person's uh, disability benefits that they're receiving from the insurer? Or I mean, do they get cut off even? Great question, John. And a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I'm on disability leave now. Mm -hmm. My employer let me go. I guess that means I'm done with my disability benefits. I'm not going to get paid by the insurance company. No, that is not the case. So so we can relax and, and not be too concerned about that. Even if you lost your job, if you're still unable to work, you can and you will stay on disability benefits, potentially until the age of 65 or until you get better. So the fact that you're no longer employed, the fact that your employer lets you go does not impact you if you're already receiving disability benefits. So that's not a concern. That said, John, I have to mention this. What we do see happening, and you know this very well, we've talked about this before many times, is what, what can happen, irrespective of losing your job, is your insurance company may try to cut you off disability benefits before you're ready, before your doctor says you're ready to go back to work. Because let's face it, insurance companies are in the business of of trying to get people off their payroll, not keeping them on their payroll. So an insurance company may then uh, try to cut you off before you're ready, and you may feel helpless. You may feel like there's no uh, recourse here. Don't worry about it. If that happens, give me a call. We deal with these issues all the time. We, we deal with the insurance companies. We get them to back off and keep you on or compensate you if, if they did cut you off. So don't feel that you have no recourse, that the insurance company is going to do whatever it wants. If you're on a disability leave, if your insurer is not paying you, if they want to cut you off, if they've threatened to cut you off and you're not ready, give me a call. 
And sometimes you get to that magic two-year mark, right? That sometimes you'll start getting the warnings that they're going to cut you off at around two years. Very commonplace for uh, for insurance companies. Two years, John. Oftentimes people, after two years, they get that letter from the insurance company. We think you can go back to work. Well, if you're if you are, great. If you're not, if your doctor says you're not, don't. There's no magic to this two-year period of time. You can still stay on potentially for years, uh, and potentially till the age of 65. So if that happens to you. Don't worry about it. Oftentimes, it seems intimidating to deal with an insurance company. You give me a call. We deal with these issues every day. And by the way, John, they're not even that difficult to deal with once you know what you're doing. So give me a call. Never hesitate. And it's amazing the relationship between disability insurers and employment. So that's why your firm does both, which is good because it's all done in-house, right? Yeah, we, we have a team that deals with employers. We have a team that deems, uh, deals with insurance companies. Uh, we can cover people on both situations. And so many times those issues happen at the same time. Your, your insurance company is saying, we're going to cut you off. Your employer is saying, well, wait a second. If the insurance company is saying mm-hmm. that you can come back to work, why aren't you coming back to work? If you're not coming back to work, we're going to let you go. So oftentimes those issues happen at the same time. People have problems with the insurance company, with their employer. Give me a call if that happens. We'll take care of it. We'll resolve it so that you can get the time that you need to get better. 604-280-9898 is the number, star 9898 on your cell. We're talking about termination of employees on disability leave. Uh, this term you've, you've, you've tossed out there several times over, over the last you know, couple of years, and that is a frustration of contract. First of all, what is it? When does it occur? So let, let's look at a, uh, a scenario, John. So employees have been off on a medical leave of absence. They've been off for a while. Let's say they've been off now for three years, a serious condition or serious accident, and it doesn't look like they're going to be able to come back to work ever. Well, the employer may look at it and say, well, what, what are, are the rights here? Do we have to keep this person on uh, as an employee forever? Can we say at some point enough is enough? So this is where frustration of contract comes in. So frustration of contract happens when an employee has been off for a very long time, usually a couple years or more, and and where it doesn't look like the employee is going to be able to ever come back to work. If both those things happen, the employer can simply say, well, you know what, enough. We don't have to keep you on as an employee. We can simply let you go, uh, but we're not actually firing you. Simply the employment agreement has ended. We call this a frustration of contract. And if that happens, John, the employer does not have to pay severance. A lot of times employers pull the trigger on a frustration of contract before they should. If that happens to you, give me a call. 604-280-9898 here to call in tonight or star 9898 for the remainder of the hour. Got uh, John on the line. John, how are you, pal? I'm fine. Hey, John. Good. What's your concern, sir? Oh, uh, I've experienced everything he's talked about. Ah. Uh, A long-term disabled person. Um, I fought with the insurance companies over a period of two years, constantly being uh, uh, terminated benefits. Um, At one point, uh, they hired consultants, and I was uh, it was determined that I should try and go back to work part time. I attempted to do that. My employer said, "You no longer work for us." So, uh, to make a long story short. I was uh, terminated after a two-year period with the insurance company, or just before a two-year period. Yep. yep. And uh, one of the consultants, I guess, took pity on me and suggested a lawyer downtown. And I went and consulted with them. They said, you have a two-year period to make a claim against the insurance company. 
yep. had to file a writ. Phoned the insurance company, advised them uh, that I was doing it, and I wanted to know exactly when my disability had started. And they told me, oh, you can't do that. Um, they sent me a check within a week for all the uh, missed payments, over $24,000. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been on disability with them since. So I'm, I'm around uh, uh, 10, 10 plus years now. So, so just the threat of, of, of legal action was enough to kind of kick them in the pants, so to speak, and yeah. get them to, to do what they're supposed to. Is that oh, right? Oh, they were terrible. I mean, they, they constantly uh, uh, put roadblocks in front of you, threaten termination. Uh, yeah. You're terribly ill at this time, and uh, you can't help but get nervous. You have no now, support John, from your employer or previous employers, it turns out, even though they continue to pay uh, my insurance benefits, extended benefits, right for a five-year period, which was quite extraordinary for them. Now, wh- where does things stand with your uh, employer? Did you ever resolve that issue? Did you ever get severance? No, no, no. I simply uh, was informed one day that uh, you know they had extended my uh, extended my payments for my uh, medical ex- uh, extension which meant right. that they covered my drugs and dental and so on for uh, for a period of five years, and it was quite extraordinary for them. Um, and uh, they were going to stop uh, uh, covering me. Now, I never thought of turning around and, and, uh, and uh, asking them for uh, uh, some form of severance payment. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how long ago was this? Oh, 10 years it started to go. Right, right. Yeah. So... So I was you know, I mean, by the insurance company after I threatened to uh, legal action against them. Yep. Uh, within, within a two-year period, because that was important, you have to file within two years, uh, ten years ago. Absolutely. And uh, um, they reinstated me, and I haven't heard from them since. So, John, this is a very important call, and thank you very much for calling, because yeah. there, there's lessons here for our listeners uh, number one, obviously, when you're dealing with your insurance company, you, you can't play their game on their turfs, on oh, their terms. It is a game with them. It's it's terrible. I, I'd like people to be aware of the fact that um, uh, it's exactly as you say. Uh, their intent is to get you um, off their coverage. Right. And even though you've paid this premium for this coverage, I mean, their, their main job uh, is to get you off their list off yep. their coverage, and they will do anything to uh, to do that. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, they'll they do act- that, and you need to know what to do. You need to know to, to, to threaten the right thing or to, to speak to the right people. So that's number one. And number two, you know, John at the time didn't know when he was, uh, you know, let go by his employer that there may be recourse there. And, and that's not unusual. So one of the things we're talking about the fa- is the fact that if you are on a disability leave and your employer says, well, You've been off for too long. We don't want to keep you on as our employee. You're done. That may not be the case. You may not actually, uh, they may not be in a position to do that, which means, guess what? You get severance still. So if that happens to you, give us a call. Let me talk to you. Let me try to resolve. And thank you very much, John. That was a very important call. And I mean, one of the important things, I know you always reiterate this as well as the Savannah on the insurance side and the disability side, is that once you get in touch with your firm, the phone calls stop coming to your house from the insurance company. They have to go through you, right? 
Well, yeah, we deal with it, and, and we right. change the game. You know, we, we don't play it on their turf. So we play it on the, on the right turf, the, our turf, so we can get it resolved, and we take that stress out. So if that happens, man, what a relief. If you can get it resolved and you don't have to deal with it, uh, it's a huge relief. The number is 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. We'll get to one more point here before we take a break. Talking about termination of employees on disability leave. So if an employer, an employer now wants to terminate employment for frustration of contract, uh, what do they have to do? So again, frustration of contract, employee has to be off for a very long period of time and and there has to be no likelihood of the employee returning to work. Mm-hmm. So if you're, a, you're an employer and you have an employee out there it's been offered for a long time. The first thing you have to do is you can't just forget about them. You can't just leave them there out in la-la land and hope that things resolve themselves. So you should be asking for regular updates from the employee in terms of how, how they're doing and the likelihood of returning to work. Now, if the, the, the responses you keep getting is that, he, that he's not coming back to work, that he's not likely to come back to work, and that employee's already been off for a long time, maybe a couple of years, maybe longer, well, at that point, yes, you may be able to say, enough is enough. This is now a frustration of contract. We can simply end the relationship without severance. So it's not enough to say, well, you've been off for three years, five years, ten years. Beyond that, you also need to show that the employee can't come back to work. So the employee may have been off for ten years, but if today they're getting better and they, they're trying to come back to work, then you can't say frustration of contract. So you need a long absence and no likelihood of return to work, then you can say frustration of contract. We'll take a short break. Our final one for the night, 604-280-9898 is the number to call into the show right up till 6 o'clock or star 9898 on your cell. As far as online is concerned, you can reach Lior at VancouverEmploymentLawyers.ca and SeverancePayCalculator.ca to find out what your full severance should be. More of the show coming up, the Employment Hour, right here, News Talk 980 CKNW. And star 9898 on cell as well. You want to call in, you got a few minutes to do so. I want to bounce over some emails. Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. If you'd like to, uh, to send Lior one anytime. Kyle writes in, says, I have my employer uh, doctor's note, an employer doctor's note that I said I couldn't work for a month. They fired me because they didn't believe the doctor. Can they do that? No. And that's a great, <laughs> great question. Yeah. And I get that very often. Your employer is not ever in a position to question your doctor. Unless they have some independent proof, if they have uh, uh, surveillance evidence of you, you know, working somewhere else or, or, you know, lifting heavy weights when you're supposed to have a bad back, well, maybe. Short of that, they have to listen to your doctor. They don't get to to question the doctor. They don't get to even ask questions about what your specific medical condition is. So, if they let you go in that situation, not only is that a wrongful dismissal, which means you owe, you're owed severance, but in addition to that, that could be a human rights violation. Okay, so that could be uh, something that entitles you to additional damages, Kyle. So no, your employer can't say that at all. Uh, and, and for our listeners out there, your doctor's note essentially trumps all. Okay, if you have a doctor saying you can't work, that's really all you need to have time off work. You don't need to explain it to your employer. You don't need to give detail as to what your medical condition is. You don't have to convince them that your doctor is right. You just have to provide that medical note. Otherwise, severance is owed. Otherwise, potential damages are owed. So employers, remember that. You can't question an employee's doctor's note unless you have independent evidence to the contrary. It's something you said that was interesting there as well, and I believe the way you've uh, framed it in the past is your employer is allowed to ask prognosis, not diagnosis, right? 
Yeah, exactly. So your employer is allowed to have information about when you can come back to work, what limitations you have, what accommodation you're going to need. But your employer is not allowed to find out or ask questions about what your medical condition actually is, whether you have a bad back or you suffer from depression or it's uh, uh, cancer. Your employer cannot find out or, or is not allowed to try to find out that's a private thing. Your employer shouldn't uh, interfere with that. As long as they know what your, uh, uh, your likelihood prognosis is, that's all they're owed. That's all they're entitled to. An employer that asks more than that is stepping uh, over its bounds. Daniela writes in, and this is very uh, timely to what we were talking about earlier on tonight in the show, and that she says, I was uh, let go a month after I told my employer that I was pregnant. They say it's for restructuring. What do I do? Well, you know, that's that's number one issue here is to determine whether or not it is legitimately for restructuring. In other words, if you weren't pregnant, would you have still been working there? Mm. Now, it, it, it may be difficult to find out the answer to that question. That said, uh, the employer here is the one that would have to prove what the restructuring is, why you had no choice but to let her go. She doesn't have to prove anything. Her employer is going to have to prove it. So... Uh, it does look bad, you know, just visually and, and optically it looks bad. If you're telling your employer, uh, good news, I'm, I'm pregnant, a month later you're gone all of a sudden, especially if you're the only one that's being yeah. let go. If you're one of 10 people, yeah. well, it may be difficult to say anything. So in that situation, it's a human rights violation potentially. Obviously, you wrote severance, and guess, guess what, John? If she's pregnant now, what are the chances of her being able to find another job? Uh, in right. the meantime, before she has a baby, extremely small, right? Which means, which means she gets enhanced severance. She gets even more severance than she would if she wasn't pregnant. So because of that, please give me a call. Let's talk about it off air. Let's make sure that not only you get the severance that you owed, but let's also explore the reason why you were let go and whether or not we think there's a human rights violation here because you don't want to let your employer get away with that type of illegal conduct, just not, not something that an employer should ever do. Danielle, with that number, 604-283-3123 to get a hold of Lior after the show. We'll get to uh, George, uh, last email, I guess, for the evening. It says, my employer has cut my hours by, check this out, 30%. What do I wow. do? Well, George, uh, difficult situation, but from a legal standpoint, quite a, quite a simple answer. An employer is not allowed to let to, to change your hours in this way. It's uh, such a significant change, 30%. Wow. Uh, it's not even close to being legal. So what does that mean? It means you have an option. You have a choice here. You can accept this change and now work less hours, make less money, and that's your call if you want to do that. Your second option is you can treat your employment as being terminated. We call this a constructive dismissal. That would allow you to leave and still get your full severance. Now, that's much better to do for several reasons. Number one is if you were to, to stay and, and start making less money, if you were to let your employer reduce your hours this way, you're going to give them the right to do it again in the future. So not only have they reduced it now by 30%, if you allow that to happen, well, if they want to reduce it by another 30% next month and another 30% the month after, at that point, you may not be able to do anything at all about it. You only have one opportunity to say no, to say this is a constructive dismissal. And the other reason why you want to leave now with severance is if you were to stay and make 30% less and a month later they let you go, they would still have to pay you severance except at that time, they're going to have to pay you severance based on what you're earning at that time, which is 30% less. So right off the bat, 
severances got off by 30%. Very bad idea. If your employer is going to start messing with your hours of work, with your compensation to that extent, I say treat it as a constructive dismissal. Let's get you out of there. Let's get you the compensation that you owed so you can move on and find another job where they're not going to do that. Pretty good way to wrap it for a night, my friend. Uh, As we uh, pull out the door here, I'll give you the number one more time, 604-283-3123. If you haven't used it, we've referred to it several times tonight. That is severancepaycalculator.com. Find out what your severance should be, your full entitlements. And Vancouver Employment Lawyer, uh, employmentlawyers.ca, by the way, is Lior's uh, website anytime. Check him out there. Till next week, we will join you once again on the Employment Hour right here, News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.